assistant Chiefs coach Paul Feeney joins us on the programme. Paul, good evening. Welcome. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. I've got uh, Ian Jones alongside of me. Mate, you still remain unbeaten. You've got the Highlanders this week. How do you keep your feet on the ground? What's the message to the boys? Um, the message is uh, they're a dangerous team. They've got all the, you know, they've got a few players back now. You have a look at their forward pack. They've actually got a pretty forward, pretty powerful forward pack, especially set piece uh, with Ethan the Groot. Uh, Nuggets playing well. Uh, they've got Nariki back, so uh, she she could be a bit of a banana skin. So, do you put a full strength side out on the park? Is that the aim this week, or is this a game where you still go, look, we've got to rotate a little bit for the greater good of the squad, but also just to keep our powder dry for a little bit later in the season? Because I should play this with a straight bet. Um, I don't name the team till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking you the question, Paul. I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't try and probe Paul. We'll never take any New Zealand rugby team lightly. Um, we will be putting out a very strong side. It's an important game for us to uh, to, to keep moving forward and doing well. Ready, Karma here, mate. Let's. Uh, how are you doing, bud? Let's get back to Saturday night and wow, what a phenomenal game! And the first thing I want to talk about is how did those, how did the team enjoy that crowd and playing in front of twenty-two thousand screaming fans? Yeah, I mean, how good is that, Carmo? Um, I spoke to Roger Randall after the game, and he said that's the biggest crowd. He's been coaching there for about five years now. Roger doing a great job, and he said it's the biggest crowd that they've played in front of for four years. So. Uh, no, it's massive, massive for our players, massive for for the club. So, uh, no, we, we look forward to that again uh, when we play the Hurricanes in a couple of weeks. You were sidelined, uh, Paul. I just kind of tried to make the, the point before. They were my player of the day, the crowd. And during those tough moments, there were plenty of tough moments on Saturday night. You kind of needed that little extra. And often it's the 16th man. It's the crowd that gives that little extra. Did you feel it yourself on sideline? Yeah, we, we were hoping our, our crowd was going to be a little bit feral because, you know, you go down to Canterbury and they give it to you. They give it to you in spades when you're coaches and you're walking up and down that, um, you know, the grandstand before the game at half time, full time. They love it. So um, we were hoping our crowd was going to give a little bit the same. So, so we definitely felt it and uh, fantastic support. And being a North Harbour boy and not being from this area, Camo, uh, I can tell you now, I, I love the I love the cowbells. Well, funny enough, you say that because we've just been talking off here about Oniwa Domain uh, and some of those great battles that we used to have at Oniwa Domain, and we want that same kind of atmosphere. But talking about the game and and tactically, you had to make some big changes during uh, the eighty minutes, and some of those changes were to your kick game. How um how how did that come about? Because I think first 20, maybe even first 30 minutes were under the pump, but you certainly worked on that and had better field position. I mean, first 20 or 30 minutes, we didn't exit very well. Um, you know, Damo had a kick charge down and then he and then he falconed uh, Lukey J in the head from behind, which must have hurt. So two or three things didn't go right. Um, you know, we spoke about it and, and we had a plan and you know, we talked about our, our kicking game and I think our kicking game, well, I know that the Crusaders, um, you know, in round one, we out, we out kicked them and as a result, they kicked a lot of short kicks last weekend. They kicked a lot of, uh, 
you know, kicks from box kicks from nine. They kicked from ten. Richie kicked a lot of kicks across to the winger, um, and that and that was pressure on them to change their game because of because of our kicking game. So um, really proud of our our kicking game and and the pressure we put on them because of what we did uh, first time we played them. I want to talk about the contribution of Luke Jacobson. And yeah, man, <laughs> he got that right on the Swede, but it didn't just actually seem to rock the big fella. Sam Kane was my player of the day, but he's my player of the day based on the work that Luke Jacobson is doing in the eight jersey, mainly defensively, but pretty tight on attack as well. Tell us about his contribution uh, to that 80 minutes performance. You know, I mean... Uh he is like critical to our team. Um, he's our defensive leader. You know, he speaks fantastically in the huddles when I go in there. Um, you know, no frills, but you know, at one stage there they put a bomb up, and uh, no, after a kickoff, sorry, uh, it just went over the big guzzler's head. Uh, we missed it. We had one man on the ground. They were counter-rucking, and Lukey just came and picked up the ball saved us, gave it to uh, Amoni Narewa, and that's when he had that 40-metre burst, put a chip kick in and dived to catch the ball, and that really epitomises Luke, you know. No frills, uh, great team man, but he's got two big shoulders on him, and, you know, we talk about Chiefs defence at the moment, or Sam Kane, Sam Penny, and Luke Jakes, and they're just leading that in space. Yep, absolutely fantastic. And another area of strength you have, and I want this two-part question, you, your two midfielders at the moment, mm. I guess unheralded in some ways, uh, the counterparts going into the season have been rock solid, but the second part, Rat, is how far away is Nankerville and Leonard Brown from starting? Well, both, uh, yeah, Ramaka Pohepi has massively stepped up, hasn't he? And uh, I think it's good for our club. I mean, we, you don't want injuries, but um, the opportunity that, that uh, Ramakas had has been fantastic, and he's grown as a, as a defensive leader and as a communicator. And then, uh, you know, Daniel Rohn's just slipped in there seamlessly. Uh, you wouldn't know that we're missing anyone the way they've played, which I think also, Carmo, is credit to the, the guys inside and outside um, for their communication. But, yeah... Um, uh, Anton played club rugby last week, played 40 minutes. So uh, Anton's good to go. And Alex Nankerville is also uh, good to go going forward. So they're both going to be back very, very shortly. But um, it's been great for us for the growth you know, of Rams, obviously, and Dan Rona as a young fella coming in, you know, being a part-timer and yeah. with what he's done in Jersey. And just very finally, I know you'd have some battered bodies from last Saturday night, but these guys look super fit. In fact, their fitness, I think, got them through that last kind of 10, 15 minutes. Full squad to select from Rat heading into this weekend's game? Yep. Um, we, we've been lucky. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Quinn Tupai was out from that ugly incident last year, and we've lost, we lost Anton and, and Nank, so we were struggling a bit there. But... Um, now those two are coming back uh, and everyone else is good to go. So, as I said, we certainly wouldn't take the Highlanders uh, lightly. They're, you know, I, I talked about their forward pack. They're back at home. They're disappointed after losing, obviously, against the Waratahs. Um, we'd be fools not to put out a very strong side against them this Friday night. Paul Feeney, thank you for your time. All the very best against the Highlanders Friday night. Looking forward to that one.
Yeah, thanks very much.